Hello everyone and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. Happy Thirsty Thursday as always. Um, I also wanted to say happy early Mother's Day to any of the mothers who listen to the podcast. I appreciate you, even though you probably don't need my dating advice, you have your own, but you never know. So like I said, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there dog moms, human moms, any type of mom. It's your day on Sunday. And happy early birthday to my girl T. We are going to have a great time this weekend for your birthday. Give me a little shout out. Um, And so yeah, just like a little, you know, intro feeling here as always. I hope everyone is doing okay, staying safe. I know a lot of things have opened up um, in some of the states. I know here in Florida, it's actually been kind of crazy because you can now go sit in a restaurant. Granted, they are only open 25% um, and still doing the social distancing and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, it just seems totally foreign It seems like a crazy thing to do after we've been locked inside for so long. Um, And things still are closed, like gyms and hair salons and whatnot. But a lot of things are opening back up. I actually am going back to my job tomorrow. I am excited, but I am also very nervous and anxious um, because I know that COVID-19, the coronavirus, is not gone I think a lot of things opening up has kind of caused people to kind of forget that maybe. Um, and they think, oh, things are open up, like it's fine, it's safe. And, you know, we do have to be smart about it and be safe about it. But, I mean, this is definitely not gone. Who knows when or if it'll ever be gone. I hate to say that, but, and I know we have to learn to live our life with these circumstances now. And that's, why I'm going back to my job to try to do that but you know it's things aren't 100% totally safe and sound and you know whatnot it's it's very up in the air and it's very unknown and I have no idea how tomorrow is gonna go I'm hoping for the best um but like I said I do think going back to work if you have a job where you have to actually go back in and then, you know, kind of working around the circumstances to make it safe for everybody involved is where we're heading and where we have to go. Um, because as much as I would like to stay inside also and, you know, make sure I am safe because I've basically been inside for like, God, it feels like two months now with just my mom, which is a whole thing in itself but it's you know it we have to kind of learn to go back to life in some ways we can't stay inside the government cannot afford to keep us inside I mean I wish they could because I would stay my happy butt right in my house and make sure that I'm safe from the virus but we do have to work and the economy needs money and it needs to be stimulated and you know it's just it's always something new 
in these times. So kind of taking it day by day and going with the flow because I feel like that's all we really can do. Staying safe, wearing a mask when I go out, hand sanitizing always and washing hands whenever I can, disinfecting everything still and, you know, trying to be positive and trying to either get my life as close back to normal as it was or establish a new normal that I am comfortable and excited about because I know being stuck inside and being limited on what you can do it can kind of put a damper on things and it can put a damper on your spirits and you know things are going to be different for a while and we have to accept that and adapt with it and still see the beautiful things in life and everything that's good or else we're just going to be stuck inside miserable which is not a way to be at all if you can try to perk yourself up in any way that you can I highly recommend doing that because being alone inside with limited things to do is going to drive you crazy because I mean it can still even drive you crazy even if you have things to pass time or get your mind off of whatever that you're thinking about or whatever's going on so just want everyone to stay safe keep practicing the social distancing and you know your hygiene habits to keep you safe and keep everyone else around you safe um and yeah let's dive into this week's episode it's going to be about the soccer boy yes you did hear that as in more than one I may have fancied a soccer player or two in my day. Um, I would say it might have been the influence of one of my old roommates, but one of the soccer players was actually the guy who inspired the player episode. Um, He played in college, but he didn't play while we were dating. (laughs) I should have taken that as a sign back then. I'm totally kidding a little bit but my roommate she was really into him had an eye for the soccer boys um so maybe that you know kind of rubbed off on me a little bit for the guys who inspired this episode um but we may never know I will say that soccer players do tend to have a pretty good you know physical exterior going on And who doesn't love some, like, athletic work ethic? Mix those twos together. Those twos. (laughs) Mix those two things together. And you have a good blend to just reel you in. Just, like, catch your eye. Put a hook in you. Reel them right in. Um, And that's what probably happened to me, I will say. I don't know. Who knows? The world may never know. But I don't think that all soccer players are necessarily bad. I don't really think that at all. I think they can come with their own, you know, issues when it comes to relationships. But so does any and everybody who gets into a relationship. So this is not like slandering the soccer players or like praising them really 
it's kind of like a neutral thing. It's all about, as I've talked about in basically every every episode, I really cannot talk today. (laughs) As I mentioned in basically every episode, it's all about who a person is on the inside and how they make you feel and how they treat you at the end of the day. So just remember that as we go through this week's episode and every episode here forward if you didn't already take that away from the other ones um so like I said this week we're focusing on the soccer boys um and the two that we're going to be talking about it's mostly going to be one main one but there's a second one they were both professional soccer players ones who played as a career and I will not be naming any names for them either (laughs) they'll be soccer boy one and soccer boy two but I think it is important to mention that I mean they played soccer as their career that's like all they did because there were people when we get to like your kind of experience and feedback that dated you know high school soccer players or college soccer players and I mean I don't think there's a huge difference but when you get to play a sport that you love or you should love if you're doing it as your career if you get to play a sport as your career and that's all you do like that's that's a huge thing and that's a huge part of you and it takes a lot of time and effort and sacrifice and whatnot so that's why I wanted to classify that they were professional soccer players because that's a big part of their, who they are, of their personality. But like I said, at the end of the day, everyone is like their own person deep down inside. And that's what matters is what's inside. It's cliche, but it's true. And yeah, so let's get started since we have two boys to talk about. We will dive right in. Soccer boy number one. So I think I mentioned before when I first moved to St. Pete, I didn't know anyone and I didn't really have too much to do, obviously. So I hopped on some dating apps and dated a few guys. Um, and one that I matched with ended up being soccer boy number one. And I met him, I think it was like the middle of December. It was on a like Santa bar crawl type of thing that me and a few of my Harley girlfriends that worked there with me were doing um, to celebrate our friend's birthday. And so we all went out and I don't know if he messaged me or I messaged him. I think he might have messaged me to let me know he was in St. Pete because he didn't live there and didn't go out too often there. Um, so I think he is the one who hit me up and was like, Hey, I'm out with some of my guy friends. Do you want to meet up? And now I prefer this method, to be honest, as long as your friends are cool with it. I prefer to meet up in a group or like out at a bar with a bunch of people around. So in case if things get a little weird or whatnot, you can easily make an escape or someone can help you or you can just honestly just walk away. So I asked my girls, was like, hey, is it okay if this guy, you know, meets up with us that I matched with on a dating app or whatever? And a lot of them were, you know, in relationships or married anyway. So they were all like, yeah, sure. So we're at one bar and he comes in there. He's really nice, really cute. Um, 
and we kind of talked for a little bit and I think he came over without his friends initially and so he went to go meet up with his friends and I told him to you know like text me and we can like meet up at another bar or something and so he's like yeah okay perfect and left so then my friend whose birthday it was was like oh he likes you and I was like oh really how do you know and she's like he just like looks at you and I can just tell and I'm like well that's good um, but one of the other girls that was with us was like, I don't know about him. And I was like, well, I'm just going to ride this wave while it's happening. Um, so we ended up meeting up with him again at a different bar and we danced a little bit, which I was very pleasantly surprised that he was a good dancer. He definitely got bonus points for that. So after that night, he contacted me again and asked if I wanted to go on a boat ride. And I was like, yeah, of course, I would love to. And of course, I told my friends where I was in case I got like hijacked, which like I said, at this point, it wasn't too many people that I knew. So it was probably like my coworkers and one of my close friends who probably didn't even live around the area, but could still call 911 if I got abducted or killed. So we go out. I go up to where he was living, which he was staying with his parents because he is a pro soccer player. So when he's not living wherever his team is, he comes back home to where his parents live, which is near where I live. So that's how we even ended up matching in the first place. Um, He did not play for the local professional team here. And yeah, so I went up there and we went out on his boat and it was really nice um, just talked a little bit more, all that good stuff. We went on a few dates, you know, out to eat a few times. Um, actually the day after Christmas, I, that year I had to spend Christmas here in Florida, which normally I fly back to Virginia for Christmas because my mom's birthday is Christmas Eve. And, you know, that's just like my one time year that I go back and see my family and friends and all that stuff. Um, and celebrate the holidays. So I was honestly like super bummed that this was like the first Christmas ever that I wasn't going to be back home and spending it with my family. Instead, I was going back for New Year's um, that year. So I was a little bit down in the dumps and spent Christmas like alone. Um, I did go over to my relative's house um, and we made, and a few of my relatives were actually down here that year. So it kind of worked out a little bit as well. We still had a really fun time and we made these ugly sweater Christmas cookies that I love decorating cookies. Me and my girlfriends did those, um, but Halloween version this past Halloween. And honestly, like every year now I get the ugly sweater Christmas cookies to make because they're just so fun to do. Anyway, so the day after Christmas, my boss had texted everybody and told them, you know, he was giving us the day off after Christmas, you know, to kind of relax and hang out with your family or whatever. So, I mean, I had hung out with my family that I had here, which was very limited amount, but it was a little bit more because of my traveling relatives. And he hit me up again and was like, hey, do you want to go out on the boat? And I was like, yeah, and I can bring these, you know, Christmas cookies and we can decorate the rest of them. And he was like, that sounds awesome. So, which also gave him bonus points because any guy who likes to do like dorky, cute things like that with me gets bonus points. So we went out on the boat again. It was really nice. And then we came back and 
we watched some Game of Thrones, which I had never seen Game of Thrones at that point. So I was a little bit lost then. But and then we made the cookies and it was fun. We had a really great time. And yeah, so we kept hanging out kind of like sporadically here and there. Um, It was obvious that we were pretty into each other, but there was still kind of like this thing there because he didn't know where he was going next, like what team he was going to play for, or if he would even get like contracted or however the technical lingo is for that to another team. So I think that kind of like kept things at this weird level where they were never like officially official, but like we were hanging out pretty regularly and obviously into each other. And then Well, actually, before that part, I think on one of the boat rides we went out on, he got a call that he got picked for a team. And so he was really excited about that. And I like knew that that's what he was waiting for. And, you know, he was really hoping to get picked for another team. And so, yeah, when we actually went out one time, he got a phone call right then and there that told him he was, you know, being signed or whatever. So he was stoked about that. And so a month or so later, like right before he left to go to whatever team it was. I can't remember which one it was, to be honest. But he invited me out on his friend's boat. And I brought some people he knew through my friend T. His birthday is tomorrow. Another slight drop there. (laughs) um so I brought her and some people that I knew from or I guess through her knew his group of friends the soccer boys group of friends because they all grew up in the same area so we all went out and we're having fun it's a great time but Nicole the self-sabotager came out that day and granted I was a little bit tipsy so that definitely probably was part of the reason, but also because I used to be a huge self-sabotager and even now still find myself sometimes getting the urge to sabotage something and I have to suppress it. I have to get that out of there because we don't, we don't want that. So we were out on the boat and I felt like soccer boy was interested in my friend that I had brought. And I know that she wouldn't do that to me, but because of being cheated on and in the way that I was cheated on I just kind of sabotaged the thing with the soccer boy to some degree at that point because it just kind of brought me back to that instance with the cheater and how it happened with my friend my best friend at the time and then here was my best friend and I thought he was like hitting on her in front of me and it's just like it wasn't good so That kind of made things a little rough, but I mean, he was leaving anyway, so he left, and then when he came back the following fall, he, you know, hit me up again, we went out on the boat, we would hang out, I think I even met his parents at one point, not like in like a, this is my woman way, but like hanging out with him and at their place, and they were there, and just you know the casual whatnot I would actually love to hear how he explained that to them 
I've always felt it so weird to like introduce your parents to like people you're just like dating or whatnot like maybe that's just me but I don't like introducing my parents to anyone like even if they're my boyfriend I'm like do I want to do this because they're not as they're forgiving they like won't care what happens I guess I mean obviously they don't want me to be hurt or whatnot but to get them involved though it's just like another level to me so when like someone's introduced me to their parents I think that's kind of like should be a big level or big like step or whatnot but it's not necessarily like that for everybody just a little side thought so he came back and we basically like hung out you know here and there like we did before and again he was waiting to hear from somebody and kind of thought like oh well maybe this is the end of my professional career and we got on the boat and again he gets phone call that he got signed to this um team so needless to say I think I might be his getting signed luck charm but maybe not (laughs) because I'm pretty sure he got signed this year and I didn't see him this year but besides the point we didn't have like a bad relationship it just was kind of in limbo because of his career like he didn't know where he was going to end up and that would be whatever state he got signed to so I think that had a lot to do with it and honestly like if you're dating a professional soccer player or professional athlete in general I think that has a lot to do with your relationship to be honest like if you're not willing to you know go with them I guess if that's what they even want you to do then you know that's just like a huge a huge thing that's going to be a part of your relationship So I think that's what kind of kept it from going to a different level, even though at times it did seem like it was going there or it should go there or whatnot. Um, Yeah, I think that's basically what happened there. And yeah, so we will go to Soccer Boy and number two. This one is a short story, but worth, worth it. Oh, I should say Soccer Boy number one. He was, you know, the vanilla but not vanilla type of soccer boy from Florida. Born and raised, probably. Um, But soccer boy number two, he had some flavor to him. And I had to mention that because of the questions I asked you guys. But yes, he was from Spain. His name was Jaime, I think is how you say it in Spain. Um, But spelled like Jamie but pronounce Haney, but I'm sure I'm like pronouncing that really bad because I do not have a luxurious accent like he did. But yeah, so again, met soccer boy number two. Um, I actually think it was like right after my birthday this year. I was like newly, I guess not single, but like not seeing my ex-boyfriend that's a whole thing in itself we won't go there but so I'd matched with him on hinge and he had been out in um downtown St. Pete so I think it was like Halloween weekend actually because I was in my Halloween costume and I was like yeah we should meet up so he comes out and let me tell you this little 
Spanish. Well, I guess not. Is it Spanish? Yeah, Spanish. He was the cutest thing ever. And the accent. And I mean, he was tall. Had that soccer build. I was like, I was smitten. I was so smitten. So we hit it off and we're hanging out. And we hung out a few times, but sadly, this was literally maybe a few weeks before he had to go back to Spain. And he, you know, didn't have too much time to do anything. And I had a super busy schedule. So we only hung out a few times before he left. But he was the sweetest thing ever. I mean, he would go kind of like ghost every once in a while. But honestly, I would too because I had so much stuff going on. Um, but yeah, he was just like, I don't know if maybe it's because of his flavor, of his like little foreignness. But he was so kind and considerate and caring and just like thoughtful. I was like, what? But he was also, a little, he was a little young not like too young. He was younger than me. Um, but yeah, I just had to throw him in there because he was worth it. He was actually on the professional soccer team that is here. So that's why I ended up matching with him because he was playing on the team here and I think it was actually like after the season had already ended or they had like just lost one of the like playoff games or something um but yeah so those are my my soccer boys they had their good moments but just didn't work out that's okay everything happens for a reason so now it's that time of the episode where we talk about your experience with soccer boys girls what have you so the first question i asked you guys this week was have you dated a soccer player and 38 percent said yes and 62 percent said no and honestly like i was a little surprised i thought i would get some more feedback um that people have dated soccer players before so i was shocked But, like, looking at the reality of it, it's not really, like, shocking statistics when it comes to my followers and whatnot. I mean, like, if I had asked everyone in the world, things would be different for every question I asked, obviously. But I did say initially, I was a little shocked that not that many people have dated soccer players before. Especially since I'm over here with, like, two. And then I had a huge crush on another one. The player guy was one. I'm like, they're just coming out the woodworks here. So maybe that's why I was shocked. But it does make sense. The next question I asked was, did they have some flavor, a.k.a. were they foreign? And 30% said yes and 70% said no. So, I mean... I'm not really surprised there either because I only knew very few soccer players. So I wasn't personally shocked by like my own experiences comparing them to yours. But 
I do know there are a lot of foreign soccer players here. So again, I was kind of like, hmm, I'm surprised there weren't more foreign answers. But then again, it still makes sense. So that's just my little feelings about it. Next up, I wanted to know what your experience was like dating a soccer player. So Kay said she was a complete B-I-T-C-H. I'm so sorry. I can't talk for like soccer girls. I only like knew a few in high school and they were nice. Um, Now the guy that was a player, the girl he like played me and her with, I guess, was also a soccer player too. So like maybe they, you know, connected on that. And she's really like the only persona soccer player I really like knew at that point. But I didn't even like really know her. So I don't really have too many experiences with female soccer players. So I'm sorry I can't like put my two cents in. But I guess like some of the guys can be kind of douchebags too. So it makes sense that there's also some not very nice female soccer players either. Next up, Jay said that her soccer player was cool at first, but then he turned out to be an F boy. So that was a bummer. Now, I totally can feel you there. Like, I don't think the guys that I dealt with were really F boys, except maybe the player. Like, he, you might be able to put in that category. But honestly, anyone can be an F boy these days or back then or whenever. So I don't really think like soccer does it to you. And I don't think you, Jay, think that soccer does it to you either. But I do think when it comes to athletes in general, be it high school, college, professional, especially professional, I guess I should say. Well, I guess not always, but that kind of, you know, I don't know how to like really say it that part of them like them playing soccer can kind of go to their head and make them have a big head and a big ego like I said it could be more of like the professional side or like someone who's really good in like college or high school and you know like boosts their ego up but the two guys I dealt with they weren't really like too much of ego heads so that was good but I can see where some guy could do that. And I think that can help aid him in being an F-boy. So maybe that's what happened. J2 said, sexy legs. <laughs> and this was in regards to female soccer players. So, I mean, I have heard that, like, from other people. That, you know, girl soccer players have nice bodies guy soccer players have nice bodies so that don't surprise me um actually funny story when I was in Key West a few years ago walking down the like shops and whatnot one of these guys that was working at one of the stores who you know you know those people in the mall where they like yell at you when you walk by so this is there was a guy like that outside of his store and he was like yelling at people try to get him to come in and he would like talk to him about random things and this one guy was like are you a soccer player? And I was like, no, why would you say that? Like just randomly. And he was like, oh, you have like, your legs look like a soccer player's legs. And I was like, no, I'm a dancer, but thanks though. So 
I have heard soccer players, they got it going on. Maybe not as much as dancers, though, but I'm a little biased. Moving on. Next up, E said that she loves soccer players. 10 out of 10 will do again. And you know what, girl? I am glad you had some good experiences with soccer players because, like I said, I don't think they're bad. I don't, that doesn't, being a soccer player doesn't make you good or bad. So if you've had a good experience with them, like props to you because all the things we talked about before, most of the time they're fun to look at. They can be really nice and sweet and kind. They might have dance moves. Both of the ones that I just mentioned had dance moves. So there are some pros. And as long as you don't got the cons, you run with it. You run with that pro. And if he is a pro, then that just makes it even better. Because it goes with my joke. Next up, we have Elle. And she said, I mean, it was in high school that they played, but they were both were super sweet. And honestly, maybe the key to soccer boys is dating them in high school. Because they don't really have too big of an ego as you would think a college and professional soccer player does. Like, maybe that's where I messed up. Maybe I should have went for the soccer boys in high school. Or, like, the guys now who played soccer but only in high school. Because they might still play soccer. A lot of guys who played soccer in high school or in college play on, like, you know, what do you call those things? Those teams that just do it for fun. Oh, my God. Can you tell I don't really, like, do sports like that? Like, I was a dancer. Like, I like to go dance. I don't like sports. Well, every once in a while, but very rare. Like, they play on, like, rec teams. That's what I'm looking for. So, maybe that's where it's at. Maybe you need to go find you a good high school soccer player mans who just plays on his rec team now with his buddies. He's probably a really great guy and probably doesn't have a huge ego. So, but like I said before, if you date a soccer player who did play in college or is a professional soccer player they don't suck not all of them some of them do I mean I'm sure some of the high school ones suck too so it doesn't really matter regardless I am so sorry Toto is barking her head off Jesus totally throwing off the I need like to soundproof my closet because that's the only place I can go that has a little bit of peace and quiet And it still doesn't. You can still hear dogs yelling at each other. Okay, moving on. So M said, soccer players are the best, no doubt, especially the lesbians. Now, M, I can't really relate to this, you know, 100% personally, but I will take your word for it. Like, maybe that's where all the good soccer player relationships are hiding. Maybe, you know, it's not, you know depending on high school college or professional maybe it's depending on that but no like I said there are some good soccer playing dudes out there I truly believe in that dear god I'm so sorry and yeah so maybe you're on to something M. if you're a lesbian maybe it's the way to go with the soccer ladies just saying that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying. And J3 said, rough, beat it up goalie girls are the best. 
I have no idea what that means, but I will take your word for it, J3. And lastly, I asked you guys, what is the best type of athlete to date? And this caused a little controversy because I actually had somebody tell me that I forgot basketball, but in reality, I can only put four choices on there anyway. So I'm sorry that that one got missed out. But here were the results. The winner was soccer with 20 votes, which I wonder if this had been a different episode if that episode would have gotten the most votes like did soccer win just because this is a soccer episode like I said before the world may never know but soccer did win with 20 hockey was surprisingly second with 15 and I say surprisingly just because like I really thought like baseball and football was going to be before that even though here in Florida you know hockey's really big I mean hockey's big and like DC too with like the Capitals especially since they like won the uh Stanley Cup and whatnot not that long ago but I was shocked to see that they're pretty close um baseball was a very close third no comment and football had four votes and I was very shocked to see that Especially with all the people who are, like, obsessed with football. Maybe they just know that dating a football player is not, not a good uh, look there. They're not the brightest crowns in the box usually, but it's okay. We still love them. Um, honestly, I think a lot of the dudes just, like, picked what they were or what sport they played and went with it. And that's totally fine. But um, there will be another episode with one of these athletes that were mentioned in the poll if you know you know so yeah that's your guys's feedback on the soccer people i'd say there was like a split thing there like some of them were like i don't know they were kind of crappy and other people were like yeah i would do it highly recommend so like i said i think it just goes back to it's how the people treat you and who they are as a person. And if you vibe well, it's all that matters. So let's round out this week's episode with a little recap, tidbit, extra info, random things, you know, the usual. So let's hope my dog doesn't bark her head off during this segment. <laughs> but anyway, so... At the end of the day, all that really matters is what feels right to you and your relationship with the other person, be them a soccer player or a baseball player or a football player or no player at all, video game player or trumpet player. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like what somebody does doesn't really define them. Even if it is their career, it does have a lot to do with their lives when they are professional athletes, but it doesn't make them who they are. So at the end of the day, love who you want to love. As long as they're treating you right and you're treating them right, that's very important also not to forget. That's what really matters. If it feels right, it's probably right. And I really don't think that every soccer boy or girl is going to break your heart. People, you know, shape up and do right for the people who they seem 
to feel is worth it to them. That sounds horrible because like, I mean, even taking my experiences like, oh, Nicole, I guess you weren't worth it because they didn't step up to the plate and, you know, make it work or be who you want, needed them to be. And I don't fault them for that. Like uh, maybe I wasn't in my, you know, state to be the person that they needed either. So I don't think it's like a one-way street and I don't think that someone is going to, you know, treat you like the princess or prince that you are in every relationship, but that's what we learn from. That's how we learn. Be it from you experiencing these things on your own, these hardships in relationships that help you grow and help you, you know, recognize what a good relationship should be like in your terms and in your life and finding somebody that complements that and, you know, fits into your life in the way that they're supposed to and vice versa. Or if you listen to something like this and you, you know, hear something that, oh, like, oh, maybe I do, you know, do this and I should like change that or like, you know, maybe I do go towards these people that have this attribute that I don't necessarily want, but find myself drawn to like, you know, maybe advice from your friends and family help you, you know, navigate situations or help you to sometimes, and hopefully this happens to some people to avoid hardship, hardships like this or anything else altogether. I mean, honestly, that's why people give advice is to help people most of the time from encountering the issues or the hurt that other people have been through. And that doesn't necessarily work for everyone. So like I, that's why I don't expect, you know, everyone listening to this to, you know, take everything and do what I say. That's why I always just say, you know, like, listen to it. If you like the advice and you want to take it, do it. If you don't, don't. It's up to you. It's your life and nobody's forcing you. So yeah, I mean, it sucks when you aren't that person that someone like steps up to the plate and, you know, is a better person for, but it's still a lesson to learn. Like I said, it's still, you know, something that you put in your life box for later on to learn from and have the experience to make you better and to help you grow. Um, now if the cards had dealt me another soccer boy, it's not like I would say no, even though I've been a little bit burned by the ones that I've dealt with before. It's not like I'd be like, oh, you're a soccer player, stay away. Like, no, just because things don't work out with one person or even like a few people who have something in common doesn't mean that it's not going to work out with the next one. So as you take advice and you learn things too, try not to also be closed off though or closed minded because you never know what could happen. You just have to be smart about it. Now, if you see some like red flags that are things that you just know that you would not be able to handle or deal with, that's one thing. But if you're like, oh, I dated 10 soccer players and they all were mean and horrible and it didn't work, so I'm not dating anymore. Okay, you can do that. It's your life. But also, I don't think you should penalize the next soccer player that came along because you never know what could happen. That could be like your person. So 
if I was, you know, technically single and one came along, sure, I might give it a try. I'm not going to count it out, but you got to be smart about it. A person's career doesn't define them, but it does for this podcast's sake. And that is today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I'm so sorry that Toto was a freaking psychopath in the background, but that's what happens when you record on a phone and you're hiding in your apartment that you're quarantined in with your mom and two dogs. So I hope you guys have a great Thursday, Thursday and weekend, and I will see you next week with a brand new episode.